If you're a words girl instead of a numbers geek like me, which I think most of you probably are, measuring what's working and what isn't might make your eyes glaze over. But I promise it doesn't have to be complicated or time-consuming. In episode 108 of Just One Simple Thing, you'll learn the three types of information you should be tracking and how to know if what you're doing is working. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Welcome, friends. Over the last few weeks, we've been talking about taking the next big step in your ministry or business. We've shared some tips for creating relationships, even if you're an introvert, how to ask so you get a yes, and how to right-size your dream or idea. All of those are skills that'll help you grow in your next phase, even if you're working full-time while you're doing it, or otherwise have limited time to spend on your dream work. But how do you know if those things, or anything, are working? How do you know if you need to tweak it or head in a completely different direction? I've seen so many people try something for a few days or maybe a couple of weeks, and if they don't see immediate results, they're changing to something completely different. Strategic decisions don't usually work that way. We have to give things time to settle in and really connect with our audience before deciding if they're working or not. Data can show progress when the ultimate results are not there yet and can help us see the connection between our efforts and our results. When I push over here, I see a bump over there. We can narrow in on things that aren't working so they can be fixed, or we can amplify the things that are driving our results. That's how your data can keep you from giving up on things too soon before you start seeing the results. So let's talk about the three types of data we need to look at. The first one is lagging indicators. These are usually the results that we're looking for, which means in order to measure what's working and what isn't, we need to know what we're trying to accomplish. Each strategy you implement should be working towards a specific goal podcast episodes could be targeted to grow email subscribers. Speaking engagements could be for book sales. Instagram collaborations could be for followers. Whatever it is, you need to know before you start what your goal is for each strategy and figure out how to measure it. And second, leading indicators. 
These are the things that you do to generate the results. When you can track leading indicators, what you do, and correlate them to lagging indicators, the results you get, you know how much effort it'll take to get the results you want. Let's say you use free discovery calls to connect with potential new coaching clients. You can track how many discovery calls you have each month and how many of those convert to clients. Discovery calls are the leading indicators. Coaching clients are the lagging indicators. Now, if you need more coaching clients, you know how many discovery calls you need to schedule to land your coaching clients. And the third type of data to track is intangible indicators. These are things that are difficult to measure, but worth noting so you can spot the trends. If you've ever been in any kind of weight loss program, you may have heard of non-scale victories. Those little accomplishments that help you know you're on the right track, even if the numbers on the scale aren't moving. Like passing up the cake in the break room, or being able to run one more block without stopping or glancing in the mirror and noticing that a stubborn bulge is shrinking. In your work, those intangible things may be testimonials from past clients or seeing people use your tools in their everyday life. For me, recently, someone posted in several groups that she was looking for guests for her new podcast about people who work full-time jobs while faithfully serving Christ. In several of those groups that I'm also a part of, someone tagged me and suggested that she should interview me. And it wasn't the same person tagging in all the groups. It was a different person in every group. That was an intangible indicator that I'm building a reputation in an area of expertise, and it gave me an opportunity to expand my network. Another way to think of it is that leading indicators are things that you do. Lagging indicators are things that your audience or clients do. And intangible indicators are the things that fill you up. So now with that background, let's go through a concrete example to see how it works. Someone that I work with has a goal this year of creating and growing a group training program and asked me what she should measure to help her manage the program. We came up with a set of lagging, leading, and intangible indicators for her to track this year. The lagging indicator is the number of people in her program each session. She set a goal for each session that would represent modest, realistic growth throughout the year. Most people join her program after personal contact with her, and the first session would be filled up with her warmest leads. In order to fill the other sessions throughout the year, She needs to keep that connection pipeline full. So her leading indicator is how many people she reaches out to for a personal touch each week. It could be a direct message, sharing and making comments on their content, recognizing their accomplishments, keeping track of these things, and being strategic about the people she interacts with, the ones she's most likely able to help with her program, will keep her prospect pipeline full. To measure the effectiveness of her program, it would be easy to do a survey of the participants and ask how satisfied they were with the experience. However, 
especially among Christian audiences. A satisfaction survey may be misleading. Christians naturally want to be positive and encouraging, so it's not unusual to see satisfaction surveys in the 90 to 95 percent positive range. People either give higher ratings than they actually feel, or they subscribe to the if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all, school of thought, and don't even take the survey. So we came up with an intangible way to measure satisfaction. How many people stayed engaged in the 12-week program? How many were checking in and participating tells her if she's delivering on her promise, if the content is meeting their needs, if the format is effective and convenient for them, but she doesn't have to wait until the end of the program. She can use this intangible satisfaction measure to check in midway through with people who have already checked out and see if there's changes that need to be made to keep them involved. Notice that we didn't try to measure a ton of things. We picked only a few that would give us the most useful, actionable information. The number of people in the program the number of touches that she made to potential new people, and the number of people who were staying engaged. Like I said at the beginning, it doesn't have to be complicated or time-consuming. I hope this example helps you see how lagging, leading, and intangible indicators can give you a full picture of what's happening in your business, past, present, and future. For your one simple action step, if you're ready to decide on a few key indicators to measure, head over to my free Facebook group, Plan and Pray with Do a New Thing, and grab a workshop that'll help you determine your lagging, leading, and intangible indicators. I know that if you're a words girl, you may be feeling unsure about figuring this all out. If that's you, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook at Do a New Thing and I'll be glad to see what I can do to help. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.